2.21% of the Indian population has a disability. That is almost 3 crore people. However, according to the World Bank, this number is anywhere between 4 to 8 crores. These disputed numbers highlight a larger issue of disability, which is complex, dynamic, multidimensional and contested. India has the largest number of people with disabilities in the world, and people between the ages of 10 to 19 make up a majority of this demographic. This first podcast in a series on disability in India engages with this complexity, as Anhad Hundal speaks to Shorya Sood about his experiences navigating the city of Delhi. Shorya was diagnosed with cerebral palsy at an early age and uses a wheelchair. He is currently a student at Delhi University. What have been your experiences with dealing with moving around the city? I've been traveling independently to my college from the last five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's just the metro which is I found like accessible but after that like there's a lot of problem of accessibility uh, there's uh, like there's no restaurants which are accessible so uh, like public places uh, most of the public places I have to face this problem uh, that's why I cannot go out with my friends uh, to various places uh, so yes there is a lot of uh, accessibility issues and like even uh, there's no planning or sensitivity towards the issues of persons with disability in this regard or otherwise the footpaths are so uh, constructed in such a way that a wheelchair uh, person on wheelchair cannot maneuver his wheelchair so as a result of which a person like me uh, feels safer to go on roads uh, then on the footpaths. Where you live, do you, you usually take a car to the metro station and then get on the metro? Uh, no. So, uh, actually, my house is just 400 to 500 meters from the metro station. Uh, so, I independently go from my house to the metro station. Like, I would say, I, I was earlier in Venki. So, three years uh, from there, I took travel from Dolokwa metro station on the ring road uh, on, with, uh, encountering heavy traffic. So, I had to move on the opposite side. So, I used to feel that going on footpath is very unsafe. So, I always used to travel on the roads, so, which also used to be very difficult to maneuver from the heavy traffic. So, over here, Though the footpaths are properly still better constructed than some, but still there are places uh, where there is no space to uh, go or in between there are potholes and uh, so which makes it very difficult uh, for me to go independently. So I don't want anyone's help. So I always travel by the road. Uh, usually, uh, uh, people accompany somebody with a disability, so whether it's someone who is blind or someone who has a physical disability, and they usually have some uh, DMRC official accompanying them to the metro. Do they usually do that with you also, or do you go independently? Uh, so, they do that with me also. So, like, while traveling, going inside the metro, the, I face a little bit of difficulty because the train and the platform are not at the same level. Uh, so they would have to lift my chair, so they provide me assistance uh, while going. So 
while getting down i can do that on my own so i don't require anyone's assistance but when uh, but while going they uh, uh, provide assistance every day without me seeking for anyone's help they they suggest that you travel by the women's coach but i don't like so i uh, just stay that i'll travel in the normal coach because getting down is not a problem why do you think they uh, sort of suggest traveling by the women's coach uh, it's actually uh, very near to the to to um, so anyone any assistance when it is required you can ask for help and so it's easily available so so do you uh, travel by any for other form of transportation uh, no i other like buses and all to aunt excessive well at all so uh, yeah now my next dream is to travel on a bus independently so have you been to another city in india where you maybe felt like the accessibility issue was better and better dealt with in terms of infrastructure so recently i had been to bombay um, mumbai uh, so i felt that the people were more sensitized over there but the accessibility issues were still there as in delhi only let's talk about accessibility within the university space so in terms of classrooms in terms of uh in terms of footpaths in terms of accessing buildings maybe the libraries bathrooms a mm, campus is accessible but uh, in south campus i had this problem where my class to my classroom there were 6 to 8 stairs and uh, there was lot of problems with the university authorities to get my classroom shifted to the accessible place uh, so i would say that in university the different kinds of problem like in hindu college i uh, last year i had fought for accessibility to the canteen and to various other places like of the college which weren't made accessible so is there a lot of problem with regards to sensitization i would say so like i had a problem where the lift wasn't working uh, i needed a teacher to shift the class but the teacher blatantly refused that the class could not be shifted and do you feel like uh, authorities whether it was the different universities you went to or your own university as well as the students were accommodating to uh, whatever issues needs you had yeah they accommodated but i never felt that they were very sensitive to the issues they are they could just accommodating is a different thing and being sensitized is a different thing so one of the biggest hurdles right now is is the lack of sensitization to people with disabilities and i think uh, you being a student of political science and my next question to you would be um where does where does that sensitization come from um so for instance does is does it come from classrooms does it come from where does it come from like in the western countries in the scandinavian countries i can say that people are sensitized from the homes and how to deal but indian society is very different so <laughs> at homes um, i cannot 
expect at this moment but uh, it starts from it should start from schools like i was denied admissions by various schools on the grounds of disability so you can imagine what what is the state of admissions so uh, according to 2011 census also there 8% of total graduates who have so the number is so low and you can why the number is so low the number is all low because there no will to give admission okay so people would give different excuses that we don't have the staff or we cannot shift the classes on ground floor and always there is a kind of a favor kind of mentality okay as if they have done some charity uh, so it happened with me couple of times Uh, where my parents then used to feel obliged to the school authority uh, to give me admission because it was I feel now it is was my right why were they ob- obliged because they it, they build that kind of mindset oh look your child is a special child no so is this concept of is also a bit problematic when you call someone uh, special <laughs> नॉर्मल चाइल्ड लाइक एनिमल बट सम काइंड ऑफ इम्पेयरमेंट डज नॉट मीन दैट ही कैन नॉट स्टडी इन अ नॉर्मल स्कूल इज अ चेंज इन माइंड सेट एंड आई थिंक विद द प्रेजेंट गवर्नमेंट ऑल्सो दिस प्रॉब्लम लाइक दिव्यांग एंड ऑल इट हेल्प द कॉज सो आई थिंक यू टू रिमूव द स्टिग्मा फ्रॉम डिसबिलिटी एट वुड कैन ऑल हैपन थ्रू स्कूल थ्रू पॉलिसीज वेन यू हैव मोर people with disabilities in public place and people automatically get sensitized then they don't feel that they are the other they feel that they are the part of uh, the mainstream you mentioned uh, divyang um yeah. this is so can you tell me a little bit more about your problem with the term or with the way it is used what is disability like what how can you define what is the like is only this a criteria like if my only impairment defines the whole of me that is also not correct because i think disabled is but uh, yeah so they you can uh, people can use different like differently able was i think cool a good term to use because disabled is also a kind of stigmatizes the minds mindset and yeah uh, Uh, and like uh, so divyang also does the same thing it does it in a different way so divyang tells you that they have some special power or something there is no special power this like normal child or so uh, that is the main problem so it doesn't address the main theme main issue it just it just another way of showing sympathy uh, so yeah so uh, i think the real issue should be addressed so i will not mind so like the persons with disability is a very neutral term because uh, yeah that is all uh, that, that defines the uh, section if that can be used used i have no problems with it uh, yeah so that was a good term persons with disability because earlier persons they they weren't we weren't even recognized as persons so the thing this this rights of persons with disability bill children is given a person yeah. so yeah that is a good term to use mm-hmm. in public mm, but divyang doesn't help in any way
So you seem to be quite familiar with the PWD Act, the new, the one that came in in 2016. Do you find that there's any change in the way that the act has been? Um, and I'm and I'm also going forward because you are a student of political science. So uh, has there been any changes you can see with the act? Um, any changes with? uh with sort of the way that it again we can go into the nomenclature into defining disability um it now includes 21 other uh other impairments that are now included within the act as well so what is your opinion on it uh, so yeah one positive thing about this act is that people are now talking about issues faced by persons with disabilities so like the accessibility thing and all those things there's been discussed in the public domain uh, that is good then this act also recognizes 21 types of disability in the, uh, that is also good in this act uh, yeah so it also mandatorily says that all public buildings should be accessible uh, it raises a few very important issues also about like chief commissioner and state commissioners for persons with disability now you have a code where you can directly go to them yeah so that way this act is really nice but i think a lot more needs to be done uh, so i think even the constitution scope can be expanded of like article 15 to ex include disability as a ground on which a person cannot be discriminated this would be a a, 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 a big a stepping stone in the, the direction for furthering the cause of uh, disability rights in in india are there any other conversations you feel that we should be having as a society another important issue i think is the parents of a person a child who has a disability uh, still are not ready to accept the child and a lot of problems with that especially due to the stigmatization and i think that this can only change if the society is more uh, sensitive and does not stigmatize disability so they were there's so many children who are not taken out of their homes only and they're like it's like a prison for them and they are not educated whereas they have the full potential to to do well as any anyone else it's just that they we have different needs and everyone has different needs uh, so i remember what my teacher once said uh, that when a man couldn't fly so we built an aircraft so i, I think the ramps and lifts shouldn't be that big a problem and uh, so i think the society belongs to everyone and we should try to build an inclusive atmosphere in our society. That is the true development.